we thank the Lord for that. And, and we do want to announce that a week from tonight, everybody say a week from tonight, we're going to be having another all-Spanish-speaking service, and it's going to be here at Tree of Life Church. We're going to let the Lord have His way. Hallelujah. Amen. God is going to do a wonderful thing, and we're looking forward to it. In Jesus' name, we thank the Lord for each and every one of you who are here today. And uh, we're going to look into the word of the Lord. I want to thank all who volunteered to help with the service last night. Uh, It was a tremendous effort and a very good turnout of people attending this great service. Amen. I'm reading this evening, this morning, from the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 6. 1 Timothy, chapter 6. And I want to... Read a few verses of scripture in your hearing. Something the Lord has placed upon my heart for those who are here today. Beginning with verse 7. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, Flee these things. Follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickeneth all things. And before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light, which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Hallelujah. I would like to concentrate our attention on this admonition from the Apostle Paul to the young man of God, Timothy, in verse 12, where he tells Timothy, lay hold. On eternal life. And I would like to preach that to you this morning. Lay hold on eternal life. Hallelujah. Lay hold on eternal life. Could we lift our voices in prayer to the Lord today and ask his blessing upon his word. Oh Lord God we love you today and thank you that we can call upon you. Ask for your direction. We can ask for your comfort. We can ask, oh God, for 
your peace and for the infilling of your spirit and you give unto us, O God. I thank you, Lord, for your word and ask that it go forth in Jesus' name with clarity and with boldness, with love and with power. Help it, O God, to settle itself in our spirit. O God, that we may live according to your word, that we may lay hold on eternal life. Help us in Jesus' name to live out what we hear today in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray these things. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. Oh, say it again, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. It is interesting how time passes and things change so quickly in life. Is anybody a witness today that time passes and things change and the landscape of things change and, and you change and the people around you change and it is quite a remarkable uh, a, quite a remarkable fact of life, and as you as you grow or age, uh, this becomes all the more apparent to you. I had a unique experience when I went to a building that I'm so very familiar with that I grew up attending at this building, and and the, the, I remember vividly as a child the very long hallway that led down to the to the back offices and classrooms and. And uh, I recently visited, and I, I came to that same hallway. I used to run down that hallway, skip down that hallway, leap. And, and it seemed like it took a long time. Uh, but when I came back to that hallway, I thought, man, this thing has shrunk. What have they done to my hallway? Because it, it didn't have the same length that I remembered it having. Uh, but it did. It was the same length, but, but, but I had changed, and, and my perspective had changed. And, and things change around us. Our bodies change. We, we experience uh, the aging process, and, and we can look in the mirror, and, and after so long a time, you just, you know, when you look in the mirror every day, you don't always notice the change. It's not until somebody shows you a picture of yourself 10 years ago. And you look at the picture of yourself and you're like, wow, I forgot that I used to have more hair than I do now. I forgot. I forgot that, that things were different then, but, but they, they change. That's, that's the effects of time. And, and even though some things change uh, on, on the outside and even on the inside of your, of your physical body, there is something inside of you that does not age. And, and, and it's an interesting phenomenon because uh, we, we know that. We experience that. We, we, we understand that there are invisible parts of us that never age and that, that don't, don't necessarily change with aging processes. And we, we recognize that it's not until we try to do something maybe with our physical body that we used to be able to do. I learned this on the basketball court. I remember being able to do certain things. And don't, 
don't, don't misunderstand, I never could do a whole lot on the basketball court. I could do some things on the basketball court. And then when I tried to do it, as I age, I noticed with each passing year, one little ability is subtracted here, and another little ability is subtracted there. And uh, there's, you know, there's not really, I, I'm not gaining anything in my basketball game. You understand. It's not, you know, I'm not working on my vertical leap any longer. It's not my hopes of windmill slam dunk competition, you know, the winning windmill jam. Those hopes are gone. It never materialized and it never will. Not on this life. Maybe in glory. Maybe when I reach the golden strand, you'll see me jumping from the free throw line of heaven. But not, not in this corruptible body. It's not going to happen. And so I, I recognize that, that changes occur in the physical body. But, but I don't always recognize that in myself. And so I, I tend to think of myself as I always did. I, I don't really feel like I've changed. I don't really feel like... I've, I've lost much traction in this area or that area. It's not until I try to execute something that I once was able to execute that I realize, okay, there's a little bit of more of a limitation there. and That only increases as we age. And, and, and this is because inside of us, we see ourselves from an eternal perspective. There is a part of you that is temporal. And there is a part of you that is eternal. There is a part of you that is fading and there is a part of you that will never fade. And you have a choice. You, you have an option. You are, are either going to spend the vast majority of your time concentrating on the part of you that will fade away. Or you're going to concentrate on the part of you that will never fade away. Because there is a part of you that is in constant decline. That is in constant dilapidation. And we can, we can do what we can and we should do what we can to elongate that process and keep that from happening any sooner than it has to. We need to take care of ourselves. This is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so we need to tend to it and we need to look at what the word of the Lord says concerning taking care of ourselves. And, but, but you understand that bodily exercise only profits a little. But godliness, the scripture teaches us, is profitable unto all things. Because bodily exercise deals with what is temporal. But godliness deals with what will last forever. And you and I are going to live forever somewhere. When we die, it is only a death on this earth. But there will be a living out of our eternal elongation of life. And the scripture teaches us that. Time is a very interesting dynamic. I can take you to the scriptures. Genesis chapter 1 shows us when time was created, time hasn't always been here. I know we have become accustomed to time. We think of things in the context of time. Time to start. Time to stop. Time to get going. Time to get moving. Time to go home. 
But Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 says that God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and God called the darkness night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. This is when God created time. Time is a created thing. God created time to show forth His glory. He created day unto day so that we could see His glory demonstrated on earth and in the heavens. But I can take you to another scripture in the book of Revelation, chapter 10, verses 5 and 6, where the scripture teaches us that just as time was created, time has an expiration. The angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer. There is coming a day when just as time was created, that time will cease to exist. And we will be thrust, all of us, whether we like it or not, whether we object to it or not, all of us will be thrust into an eternal state of being. And if you're not focused on eternal things, you, sir or ma'am, are going to have a rude awakening. I want to preach to you the word of the Lord this morning. And I could preach a lot of things to you. And I enjoy preaching the whole counsel of God. I enjoy preaching that God is a miracle worker because God is a miracle worker. I enjoy preaching that God can heal your body. I enjoy preaching that there is no sickness that is not subdued by the power and the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. And the word of our God. I enjoy letting people know that any need you have. That the Lord has the provision for it. Any problem that you can bring to him. He has a solution for your problem. If you're depressed today. I'm glad to tell you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you're facing a financial crisis, I'm glad to tell you that the Lord can open the windows of heaven and pour out upon you a blessing. You would not have room enough to receive it. Hallelujah. If you're going through a marital crisis, I want you to know that God has restored countless marriages and he can restore your marriage. If you have low self-esteem, the Lord can put a confidence in you that you have never had in your life. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you about a God who is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all you can ask or think. But I must also be very clear with you that God is ultimately concerned about the eternal state of your soul. He'll help you feel better, but ultimately he's concerned that you be saved. 
He'll help you with your finances, but he's ultimately concerned that you be saved. He'll help you with your marriage, but he's ultimately concerned that you be saved. He'll help your body to be made whole, but he's ultimately concerned that you turn from the sins that will lead you into damnation. He wants to save your soul. Let me remind you that the Son of Man is come to seek and the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. Oh, hallelujah. And so I preach to you today to lay hold on eternal life. Get a hold of it. Don't let your mind be so distracted by things that are temporal that you forget to think about the eternal We can't even comprehend the eternal. All of us feel like we'll live forever. Even though we know mentally that there's going to come a time that we will pass from this earth. Whether through death or the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You do understand that it is appointed unto man once to die. I said it is appointed unto man once to die. Now I don't know what other appointments you have this week or this month or this year or this decade. You might have a dentist appointment. You might have a doctor's appointment. You might have an appointment with your your banker. And you might plan it out and then run into a little bump in the schedule that causes you to have to call them and say, regrettably, I have to reschedule this appointment. But the Bible says it's appointed unto man wants to die. That is one appointment that you may not be able to get out of. That is one appointment that may not be within your control. You can do what you can to avoid it, but there's no guarantee you can avoid it. There is an eternal part of you, ladies and gentlemen, that you must tend to. There is an invisible person in you. The Bible calls it the hidden man of the heart, and you've got to make sure you are ready to meet the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I know we got big plans. We dream dreams. And we're encouraged to dream dreams. And we're encouraged to have big ideas and big plans. There are a lot of people with big plans who died trying to see them fulfilled. There are a lot of people who died without any kind of a warning. Without any kind of, a, of an idea that it was coming their way. Just in a moment, in an instant, they were taken out into eternity. For them, time stopped right then. And time stopped right there. And they thought they had it all figured out. They had a vacation planned. They had a retirement planned. They had a relationship they were enjoying. But time stopped before they realized that time was going to stop. And they move into that eternal place. And God help those who never looked after their eternal soul. God help those who never did lay hold on eternal life. I don't know what you have a hold on. I don't know what it is that you are inspired by. What, what gets you. I don't know if you're a history buff. If, you're, if you love trivia. I don't know if you love botany. I don't know if you love animals. I don't know what your interests are. But you better get a hold of this eternal life thing. You better, you better understand that 
more important than anything else in your world is getting a hold of this eternal life thing. This isn't games. We're not playing around. This is serious business. Lay hold on eternal life. Hallelujah. You have an appointment with God. You have an appointment with God. Because the Bible not only says it is appointed unto man once to die, but immediately following, it is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. The next thing you can expect is to stand before the holy God of heaven and earth, the almighty God, who is holier than anything you or I can even fathom or comprehend. And he will judge us who, can I just tell you, are unrighteous and unclean and ungodly and unholy and sinful. Can I get a witness in this house? Can I get a witness in this house? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're planning on just meeting God and haphazardly going through what you might think is a little screening process, you need a wake-up call. It's the judgment of God that you're going to face. And you're going to have to give account. You're going to have to give account for your life. You're going to have to give account for your soul. You're going to have to explain some things. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's terrifying when you consider that every idle word shall be brought into judgment. You were just spouting off, well, whatever. It'll be brought and factored into the judgment of your eternal soul. This is why... Hallelujah, we preach, lay hold on eternal life. You've got to get a hold of the things that will cause you to experience eternal life. Because don't, don't misunderstand, when we talk about existing forever, we mean either eternal life or eternal death. We mean either eternally living or eternally dying. We, we, we mean either e eternal joy or eternal pain. We, we mean it's either everlasting life. Or it's everlasting grave and hell. I know it's not popular in 2018. But this Bible is bigger than 2018. This Bible's bigger than pop culture. This Bible's bigger than political or religious correctness. And we have to preach the word. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. So many times the scripture shows us by illustration and by just matter of fact statements that you are not and I am not guaranteed tomorrow. We do not know what a day may bring forth. Proverbs 27 and 1 says, Do not boast yourself of tomorrow, for you know not what a day may bring forth. You're just casually strolling or just casually driving. You're just going about your business. You have no idea when your world could be turned upside down. Whether in your life or in the life of a loved one. It can happen so suddenly. That's the kind of a fallen earth that we're living in. But if you'll lay hold 
hold on eternal life then even in the death of the saints you'll find precious joy even in the death of the righteous you'll take solace in knowing that we laid hold on eternal life hallelujah James was so emphatic about it in his writings James said listen listen your life is nothing but a vapor it appeareth for a little while and it vanisheth away. I mean the history books are filled with lives of people that appeared for a little while and in that little while they felt like the whole world revolved around them. In that little while they were focused on what they considered to be number one. In that little while it was it was all about their wants and their desires but, but be careful with that because your life is but a vapor and it appears for just a small bit of time and and then it vanishes away in fact James was so emphatic about it he said as a matter of fact don't even say that you're going to do something this week or next or today or tomorrow but say if the Lord will I'll do this and I'll do that that's why sometimes you'll be talking to a saint and they'll be leaving Sunday morning service and they'll look at you and say, I'll see you tonight, Lord willing. Kind of has an ominous, ominous sound to it, doesn't it? But they're, but, they're, but they're being true to the scriptures. The scripture says, Lord willing, I may see you tonight, but we never know when the time clock stops and eternity starts. We never know when our world stops rotating and revolving and eternity begins. So we have to live each moment for the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to live, hallelujah, each moment ready to see him, ready to meet him. We have have to live hallelujah in the joy of the Lord in the peace of our God you know what I love about 1 Corinthians 15 1 Corinthians 15 describes what's going to happen when when this body is shed and a, a new body comes into place he said this corruptible shall take on incorruption and this mortal shall put on immortality and that is when it shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory oh death where is your sting oh grave where is your victory the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law but thanks be to God who hath given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ what I love about that is that, that what he's telling you is we need to live in such a way that the only thing that needs to change is my body Hallelujah. I don't need at that moment to be working on my spirit and my soul. I don't need to be trying to scramble around forgiving folks I should have forgiven a long time ago. I don't need in that moment to scramble around trying to find a baptismal tank to get baptized into the precious name of Jesus. I don't need to be scrambling around at that point to find an altar where I can turn from my sins. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth before the evil days draw nigh. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Jesus described a man who said... I am rich, I'm increased with goods, I have, I have succeeded in life, 
And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build barns. I've got all these barns. He said, I'm going to build bigger barns. And he said, I'm going I'm to do this. And he had this, this elaborate plan. Because in his own world, he saw himself as forever young. In his own world, he could not relate with what it meant to actually pass from time into eternity. And so he said, I'm going to live it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my soul, soul, take thine ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. And that's the message of this popular culture to this generation. To eat, drink, and be merry. YOLO is a lie. You do not only live once. You live once now and you live again forever somewhere, either in heaven or in hell. Hear this preacher today. You've got to get, oh my. I'm competing for somebody's soul this morning. You gotta lay hold on eternal life. You gotta get a hold of eternal life. Hallelujah. And then and he said, I, I will tell my soul, take thy knees. For you, you've accomplished what you need to accomplish. You've done what you need to do. Now eat, drink it up, be merry, enjoy the pleasures of this world. And, and, and Jesus interrupts the parable with a strong rebuke of the rich man talking. And said, you fool, you fool. You're eating and drinking and being merry. You're trying to live off of what you've already accomplished. And you, you, you forgot that these things don't last. And tonight your soul shall be required of you. He said, now what is there to be done with your riches? And now what is there to be done with all you have accumulated? Because everybody on this planet... Goes by way of the grave. Yes they do. And yes they have. There is only one. Who went down into the grave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when he went down into the grave. I said when he went down into the grave. He went down as a spotless lamb. When he went down into the grave. He went down as a perfect man. When he went down into the grave. He went down sinless. He went down spotless. He went down blameless. He went down innocent. Into death. Into hell. And into the grave. And he came up out of the grave. Victorious. Triumphant. There's only one. And I'll give you a hint who it is. We've been praising him all morning long. We've been lifting up his name all morning long. I'll give you another hint. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I'll give you another hint. At that name, every knee shall bow. And at that name, every tongue shall confess. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And his name is to be praised. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Paul said, Timothy, I plead with you. Young man of God, hear me. Godliness with contentment is its great gain. Timothy, you hear what I'm telling you. We brought nothing into this world. And it is absolutely certain that we will carry nothing out. Timothy, if you've got food on your table and clothes on your back, be content with that, Timothy. Timothy, hear what I'm telling you. Those that are rich, don't, don't get caught side-eyeing them. Looking out at them out of the corner of your eye. Envying what they have of this world. Don't, don't be in a position where here you are saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, full of the Holy Ghost, washed in the blood. And you're envious over somebody who has a better house, car, and clothes than you. God forbid. That stuff is temporal. Timothy, you've got what lasts forever. He said, you be careful with riches. They that will be rich, they're going to fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish lusts and hurtful lusts. And those hurtful and foolish lusts end up drowning men in perdition and in destruction. He's not, he's not saying that there's anything wrong with the blessings of the Lord. But I will tell you this. Be careful with the blessings of man. If the Lord blesses you, receive it in Jesus. But you be careful when the devil or man tries to bless you. Let me tell you the difference. Here's the difference. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds no sorrow. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. When the Lord makes you rich, you won't have to sacrifice your marriage for it. When the Lord makes you rich, you won't have to sacrifice your children for it. Don't you put your marriage or your family or your children on the altar of it being increased with goods. Let the Lord bless you. Man can have his blessing. And the devil can keep his kingdoms. But the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow. Hallelujah. Timothy, you hear me. You hear me. The love of money is the root of all evil. And God, help us in this day and age that people who call themselves Christian... Love money and not God. You love the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. And you won't have any room to love money. It's temporal. It passes away. Where you're going, the streets are paved with gold. Where you're going, the walls are lined, hallelujah, with jasper and many precious stones. Amethyst and sapphire 
Hallelujah and Sardoni. Hallelujah. Chalcedony. Glory to God and emerald and rubies. Hallelujah. Where you're going. Hallelujah. The gates are of one pearl. Hallelujah. Where you're going there are riches untold. Lay hold on eternal life. Forget the love of money. Forget the love of fame. Fame. Fame is the most, uh, uh, is the most overrated Benefit. There is no benefit to fame. This fleeting idea that people know who you are. It, 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 it's, it's, it, it literally appears in your spirit for a moment and then it vanishes. As the anonymity is stripped from the person. And they never again have an opportunity to themselves. And they fall into the devil's snare. And they seek other substances to try to numb pain. But they're in the devil's snare. No, no, it's all temporal. Let it go. Which while some covered it after, they erred from the faith. Timothy, you hear me? That they pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But man of God, and you hear me, man of God. If you don't feel like a man of God, it's because the devil has told you lies about yourself. You hear what I'm telling you. You are to be a man of God. You are to be a woman of God. Hallelujah. You're not a man of failure. You're not a woman of failure. You're a man of God. You're a woman of God. And the scripture says, man of God, flee these things. Run from them and follow after righteousness and follow after godliness and faith and love and patience and meekness. Things that last forever. Fight the good fight of faith. You know, you know, one of the problems that people have is that they, they find themselves fighting the wrong fights. When you lay hold on eternal life, you will stop fighting the wrong fights. Fight the good fight. Fight, but fight the good fight. See, when you lay hold on eternal life, you realize some fights just aren't worth it. I'm sorry. You know what? It is not worth me not forgiving you. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't have time to mistreat you. Somebody's going to do me wrong. I don't have time to mistreat them because I'm fighting the good fight. That's not the good fight. I forgive you in Jesus' name. Now let's go fight the devil. Hallelujah. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. If you'll lay hold on eternal life, you'll stop fighting with your brother. You'll stop hating your sister. You'll stop casting stones at people who have done you wrong or are just wrong in how they're living. You'll stop casting stones. You'll stop casting aspersions. You'll, you'll stop being holier than everybody around you. That's not real holiness. That's false holiness. You'll stop being self-righteous. You'll stop holding grudges. You, you'll stop sinning. You'll stop rebelling. You'll stop being stubborn against the things of God when you lay hold on eternal life. Because you're fighting the good fight. Hallelujah. I don't have, I don't have time to fight the bad fight. I'm fighting the good fight. I don't have time to fight the petty fight. I'm fighting the good fight. I don't have time to, I don't have time to, listen, I don't have time to climb up some ladder to some success. I'm climbing Jacob's ladder. 
You don't got to worry about me trying to kick you off whatever ladder you think we're on. I'm not on that ladder. I'm on this ladder that leads to the glory of God. I don't care to make a name for myself. I don't care anything this world has to offer. I want Jesus. I want eternal life. I want eternal peace. I want eternal joy. Hallelujah. Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go. But I don't just go. I'm going with a purpose. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know, because I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the life, and no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Hallelujah. Do you know why I get up in this pulpit, and I, and I sweat through my suit, and I ruin my necktie, and I preach as hard as I can, as passionately as the Lord will allow me to repent of your sins. I'm doing that because I want somebody to lay hold on eternal life. And if you die in your sins, you won't lay hold on eternal life. You'll lay hold on eternal death. If you die in your trespasses and sins, there's no hope for you. But repent of your sins and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, a mission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost go ah, tell it on the mountain tell it in the valley low tell it in the highways tell it in the byways the promise is under you and to your children and to all that are afar off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. We've got to tell it to whosoever will. No matter what language they speak or we speak. If there's a language barrier, we have to break down the language barrier and preach the gospel. That's why we thank you, Brother Rubio, Brother Escobedo. We have to preach it to whosoever will. Hallelujah. Because we must lay hold on eternal life. It's real. It's real. It's not fantasy. It's invisible. But it's real. And you catch glimpses of it here and there. And you rub shoulders with it now and again. And you can see it and feel it. And, 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 it, and it dawns on you in your spirit. You begin to understand. There is a home far beyond the starry sky. There's a city where the Lamb is the light. I have a mansion over there, and it's free from toil and care. I am going where the Lamb is the light. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one who 
saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. Uh, temptations, hidden stairs, they often take us unaware. And our hearts are made to bleed with each thoughtless word or deed. And we wonder why the test when we try to do our best. But we'll understand it better by and by, by and by. When the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathering home, we'll tell the story. How we've overcome. And we'll understand it better by and by. There's a city, ladies and gentlemen. There's a day coming. There's a real city. There's a new Jerusalem. It's really there. And you better be ready. Come on, lift your hands and praise him. Come on, lift your hands and praise him. Lift your hands and praise the Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. There's a happy land of promise over in the great beyond where the saints of God shall soon the glory share. It's coming. Hallelujah. If you want that place to be your heavenly home, I'd love for you to lift your hands right now. And lift your voice unto the Lord. Lift your voice unto the Lord. Come on all across this house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. There's an old song. There's an old song. It says, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. And then the chorus says, oh, Lord, you know, I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home. Wow. I mean, it's easy to sing about it. It's easy to shout about it. But if you ever stop and consider, if heaven's not my home, then, Lord. What will I do? I wonder if you've thought that in a while. Or have you believed the lie of this generation? That it doesn't matter. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. If you want to stand on that beautiful day, looking into the face of your Savior, 
the one who died for you. I want you to stand with me right now and just say, God, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing worth. There's nothing worth missing the opportunity to spend forever with you in glory. Hallelujah. I want somebody to come right now that's determined I'm going to make it. If you have to repent of your sins, I'm going to make it. If you, hallelujah, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, let us baptize you. I'm going to make it. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, just as he filled two last night, he can fill more today with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Glory. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Yes. The one who saved me by his grace. He takes me by the hand leads me to come on somebody come on if you need to pray through right now it's the time to pray through if it's been a while since you wept before the Lord or spoken in tongues why don't you come forth right now come on come on in the name of Jesus and let the Holy Ghost minister to you afresh what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see When I look upon his face The one who saved me by his grace When he takes me by the hand And leads me to the promised land Hallelujah, Lord What a day
to save me. Save me by His grace. Yes, Lord. one who has decided to be baptized in the name of Jesus come on let's give God praise for it is there anybody else come on now is the time today is the day anybody else want to be baptized in Jesus name come on let's lift our praises under the Lord hallelujah yes and when he takes me by the hand and leads me to Yes, Lord. What a day, Lord. Glorious day. That Come on, that's it. The Holy Ghost is moving in this place. Yes, what a day. That will be. That will be. When by Jesus I shall see. like special prayer if you're going through something and you need the Lord to minister in your life one of you could just find a person nearby you and just and just pray together in Jesus name husband and wife brother to brother sister to sister just find somebody near you that might need prayer and let's pray together in Jesus name hallelujah we don't know what a day may bring forth we don't know what tomorrow holds If the Lord will, we'll accomplish everything in our hearts. 
But one thing is for sure, we must lay hold on eternal life. Come on, that's it. Pray for one another in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Pray the joy of the Lord unto somebody. Pray encouragement upon them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. The one who died for me. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Upon his face. Hallelujah. The one who saved me. By his grace when it takes me by the hand and leads me to 